0: fix hello Cretans. this is bob and what is this what this is oh this is like a little bit of a side project i guess you call it like story time a uh, little background here those of you who have listened to the Cretans go podcast for a long time back when we were part of the somebody's network One of the many shows I first was introduced to was Miles and Richie over at the Best Darn Diddly podcast where they review previous Simpsons episodes. They're all the way up to season nine. And a recent episode they just did was a review of an episode where Lisa starts like a kid news show for... Crusty Studios and whatever, Bart becomes a pro, uh, part of it, and he pretty much takes over the show with his, like, fluff stories and whatever. And, you know, it just it kicked up a lot of memories for me, because I got started in news slash live TV, oh goodness, back in 1996? Uh, so, yeah, that was close to 25 years ago. So about 24 years. I took a year off, and I worked for the Orlando Magic. But yeah, so about 23 years in the business, and I have lots of stories I could share. Now, the Greenscale podcast is part of a new network, the Podfix Network, and one of the shows in that is catching up with Chomo. Yes, I said it right, Paul Chomo. On the interviews, Pod 6 show, that it was my turn. I called him Paul Cosmo, and it was one of those things where as soon as the word left my mouth, I, I was like doing that tug of war in my brain's like, did I did I say it right? Did I do I misspeak? What it, wait, which way do you pronounce the name now? And I couldn't I messed up. I said Cosmo, his name is Chomo. Yes, it's silent and it turns into an H. It, apparently he didn't even it didn't even phase him. So what his show, Catch Up with Chomo, is, he just sits down, he does like a little story time, and I'm thinking That would probably be a really good thing for me to do and regale everybody with stories from my experience in the TV business. Talking about uh, kids on TV reminded me of a situation. Now, back in 2001, matter of fact, uh, in late 2001, probably early 2002, the station I was working for decided, okay, 9-11 had just happened we had started the recovery phase the entire country was like come together doing their thing being all patriotic and everything and my station decided okay let's have everyday people come into the station we'll put them in front of the green the weather green screen and we'll superimpose like a waving flag behind them and they'll recite the pledge of allegiance my job at that time was kind of like a utility player. I mainly did teleprompter, camera, and studio work. I also dabbled a little bit in audio and in graphics. Then I eventually became an assistant director while I was at that particular station. But before all that, what I did more than anything else, I was a stage manager, which is the guy who's wearing the headsets out on the studio floor behind the cameras, telling the talent, okay, we're going to be over here. We're going to do this. We're going to be there for this segment and that and just like going through the paces and making sure everybody is going to hit their marks and be where they need to be. And I think I was pretty good. In fact, I know I was pretty good. I'm not trying to be boastful, but I was pretty I was a damn good stage director. Uh, So good that when we came to do these segments, we would schedule it out once a week. We'd bring in like four people who would call in or I don't know if the Internet was really. Yeah, they would email or whatever and get in. The problem is, you would be shocked the amount of people who do not know the United States of America's Pledge of Allegiance. I found that people who were not born in this country know it better than the people that were born here. Because the first few times we did it, the first guy, he did okay. The second guy, I remember he was a veteran, and yeah, he just knocked it out of the park, no problem whatsoever. Those were the kind of guys we were looking for. But every once in a while we'd get, like, the average Joe, some guy who was just a plumber. Sometimes we'd get a kid, sometimes it would be like a teenager. I remember one time we got this one person who, after a few words, uh, would... I don't know if she forgot or just... she thought the whole thing was a joke. So she just started giggling and then she would look towards me and she'd be like, I'm I'm just kidding. Oh, thanks for wasting our time. Thanks for coming in and us getting set up just for you to giggle your way out the door. Thank you, get out. We did a couple of things like that where we would just invite the general public in. And for the most part, it was kind of like a 50-50 of, hey, this is good and usable, or this is a complete and total train wreck. (laughs) It was absolutely no good. So it got to the point where I was a stage manager and I developed like this whole spiel where I was trying to get them comfortable. I was like, okay, you're gonna look off in the distance over here, not directly in the camera. And then we had a teleprompter set up on a second camera, like ped way up in the air. Ped means rising the camera as high as it will go on the pedestal and pointing down so they could actually see the teleprompter. I I can't, to this day, I still can't believe that some people need a teleprompter to read the Pledge of Allegiance. But it happened. And we found it was just easier, just put it on the teleprompter. Some people actually refused it. It's like, no, I don't need that. It's like, great, awesome, let's do it. These are the guys that are gonna be great. And then one time this woman came in and she had like her little daughter by the hand. They were walking in and the uh, the PR person says, this is, um, I don't even remember her name. So let, let, let's call her Jillian. I pfft. I don't know why. That's not her name. I don't know what it was. And I was like, okay, Jillian. So I start going through the the steps with her and telling her, okay, you're going to stand here. You're going to look up there and we'll do it like two or three times, you know, depending on how you feel. Maybe we'll rehearse it once, whatever. And it became like this whole thing, trying to get them comfortable, trying to get them because, you know, some people when that red light on the camera comes on, oh, they get all nervous. They get very, very nervous. And it's totally understandable. If it's definitely something you're not used to. It can happen. But then she looks at me and she says, oh, I won't be reciting the pledge. My daughter will. This little four-year-old girl who was probably two and a half feet tall. She was small. Uh, two and a half feet is probably exaggerating, but you get the idea. She was a little, she was a little child. Little child. Our, I brought that camera, the camera at the green screen, I brought that down as low as it would go and it wouldn't go, it wasn't low enough. So I brought out these wooden boxes we called apple boxes. Brought that out, brought her out another one just to, you know, make it safe for her to stand on, because you know, four-year-old's not gonna stand still, they're gonna fidget and everything. So I tried to explain it to this four-year-old as best as I could. It's like, all right, you're gonna look right up here, you're gonna put your hand on your heart, and you're gonna say these words. Do you know the words? And I'm trying to like I'm trying to give her like good guy dad instructions, kinda of like her father would. So she seems like she's cool with it, she seems like it's good puts her hand on the heart and I'm like okay I'm gonna count you down and you can just go whenever you're ready director gives me the cue that we're rolling and I'm gonna back away from the mic for a second here and I said okay sweetheart here we go ready three two one go when you're good she looks at me looks at her mom and then no oh okay okay um Okay, mom, why don't you come on over here? Let's talk to her for a minute. Let's figure out what's going on here. So I like try to calm her down. And the the audio operator is cussing me out in the headset. <laughs> like, dude, what? why is she screaming right into the mic? It's like, I don't know. This, it's a four year old kid. Why are we doing this with anyone under the age of 10? I don't know. So it's like, all right, let's calm everything down. Everything's cool. Okay, okay. Let's try it again. All right, ready? Ready, sweetheart? Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh my God. It's like she waited for me to count down and then she would just scream at the top of her head that she did not want to do this. And the director kept pushing me. He's like, we get, let's get her to do this. Let's get her to do it. I'm like, I'm about to scream like this girl in a second. It's like, all right, fine, fine. Sweetheart, whatever I did, I wasn't calling her sweetheart. I, I was calling her by her name, whatever it was at that time. Anne, let's call her Anne. I'm going to punch Anne in the face. I'm about to. And I really feel for uh, Chris, our audio guy that day, because... As he heard the countdown from the director, he would open up the mic and then he would hear me count down. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Oh, oh God. It was the loudest one we had ever heard. I think I heard the speakers from the control room through the studio, which was probably a good 100 to 150 feet away through walls. God, why did we put children on camera? Why did we do that? I don't know. So that's just one of the many stories I'm going to have to share. I'm going to do this again another time. In the meantime, go ahead. You can't really subscribe to podcasts, but you can follow us on uh, Podbean. And you know, we're also on Spotify and iTunes. You know, do do the podcast thing where you follow and be good little followers. And you know what? Give us a five-star review on iTunes if you want, because, you know, uh, that shows us that you love us or you don't love us. Then give us a one-star. If anyone who gives us a one-star review, you know what? I'm going to send you a pack of stickers and I'm going to read that review on the podcast. So, guys, thanks again. This was Storytime with Bob. I hope you enjoyed it. Good night. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.